Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. Runners will be off with a crack of the bat with two outs. Kimbrell deals. Bregman in the air. Left field. Benintendi dives. And he makes the catch. Oh, what a play. Game saver. Andrew Benintendi. You can stop asking that question. Okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Pelpkowski. Uh Here we are, week 18. I was just watching uh, the Pat McAfee show and you know, obviously one of my favorite shows and watching some reruns of it, some clips from it. I mean, I, I know I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. What that show has done for sports has been incredible. For me personally, I love it. I think that they they do a really nice, uh, different take on sports. Certainly have inspired me to continue to go as far as I have, and hopefully further. Um, but yeah, they're they're brilliant. I was watching their simulcast of the uh, college football championship on Monday night. Absolutely fantastic and hilarious. So, if by happenstance one of those guys is listening, hey, boys. Love you. Keep doing what you're doing. <coughs> that being said, week 18 has concluded. We have concluded the 2023 NFL season, regular season at least. Uh, it's just it's it's been a journey, folks. It really has. Uh, we will conclude the season with a record of 173 and 99, finishing the 92nd. Uh, finish in the top. I guess 4.8%, which is very good. Comparing to last season, we did a little bit worse in terms of percentile. Uh, I think we did just a hair better in terms of wins um, when loss. But over the course of the past three seasons in which we've covered the NFL, our win-loss has been fairly consistent. um, And percentile has always been up above 95 last year we were 98 i knew that that was going to be incredibly hard to repeat and we didn't but we did we still did very very well i'm proud of proud of the picks this season and for the final time let's recap all the games uh we're not going to spend too much time on some of them just because they're very they're they're some of them are very meaningless games so let's get into it all right the steelers defeated the ravens 17 to 10 uh, this is your typical AFC North game. Uh, obviously, the Ravens did not start uh, the majority of their starters in this game, so it wasn't it wasn't really a, a, a fair fight. Uh, Pittsburgh obviously needed to win this game. They did win this game. It'll be interesting. I think the one note that you have to take from this game is is in the playoffs because Pittsburgh has made the playoffs. I don't. I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. Alpha, you already know this. The question is, is, do they start Kenny Pickett or do they start Mason Rudolph? Uh, that's going to be a very interesting question because the team has certainly been playing very well under Mason Rudolph and he's led them to the playoffs. Do they turn back to Kenny Pickett in the first round or do they they go ahead and ride the hot hand with Mason Rudolph? That is going to be a very important organizational decision because Kenny Pickett's obviously, you know, hey, this is your guy over the future, blah, 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 blah. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, whether – whether Pickett or Rudolph starts. All right, on Saturday as well, the Texans defeated the Colts 23-19. to 
Texans get in, the Colts are eliminated. And again, this is this is a CJ Shroud masterclass. What an impressive season he's had. Again, I put this out on Twitter. Um, for all of you who don't follow me on Twitter, go and follow me. I put I put a lot of very good content out, also a lot of very funny things out. So it's a real uh, real hodgepodge of a lot of different things. But you know, it's all about sports, and it, it re- I really try to do a very good job with it. I am constantly on Twitter uh, and trying to grow. Um, but as I was saying, CJ Shroud has had an amazing season, folks. He really has been, he really has been spectacular. Uh, he has one of the best TD to interception ratios in the NFL. Uh, I thought he's been, he's been very dynamic as a passer. He throws the ball with great poise in the pocket. Uh, he's a good mover. He, he seems to read defenses very well. And, you know, mentioned Pat McAfee, they were, they interviewed him. Uh, the S2 test, you know, was the, you know, the quote unquote intelligence test of quarterbacks last season, obviously Stroud scored incredibly low on that test. And that was a big reason why he kind of fell in draft stock. Um, I don't think that that test will be used as a benchmarker, uh, or at least given as much weight in the, in the near future as it has been just because of what he's been able to do this season the Colts, it, it was a good season. I mean, listen, I know people are going to say, oh, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. But listen, they never they, they had their backup quarterback in. Uh, Anthony Richardson will be back next season. And I think this team has a lot of room to grow. Uh, and, and they still have some of their key players. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Michael Pittman. But overall, you know, I think it's a successful season for both of these teams. I think both have exceeded my expectations by a lot. Uh, Shane Steichen seems to be a very good head coach. D'Amico Ryan seems to be a very good head coach. So I like a lot of what I'm seeing from both of those organizations with young quarterbacks. All right, the Bengals defeated the Browns 31 to 19. Uh, the Browns rest of their starters. So, you know, I mean, Jeff Driscoll starting obviously is not going to yield good results. Um, really not much to say. I mean, you know, the Bengals. You know, disappointing season, obviously, with Joe Burrow going down. They still finished 9-8, and eight, so this team obviously has a lot of fight. Uh, I still like Zach Taylor as a head coach. I mean, obviously, he can get a lot of things done. Um, you know, Jake Browning recently said that he thinks he's capable of being an NFL starting quarterback. I don't really buy it. I don't really see it. It's possible he might go somewhere and get, and get, uh, get a chance to start, but I just don't see it. Um Browns to the playoffs. I play on Saturday against the Texans in Houston. All right, the Titans defeat the Jaguars 28 to 20. Um, and this was the complete implosion by Jacksonville that they've had this season. Um, we've talked about it week after week after week. We've discussed it, we've went over it, and this week finally it happened. Um, you know, Jacksonville at one point of the season was eight and three. They finished nine and eight, so they just won one of the remaining seven games and end up missing the playoffs. I mean, they again they were winning in yesterday. They were there, excuse me, on Sunday. They were winning in on Sunday. And that's just a game that you have to go out there and win. I mean, you're playing a Tennessee team that's bounced back and forth on quarterbacks all season long, uh, out of the playoff race, not been very competitive whatsoever. And uh, the Jaguars stunk. They were just really not very good. Um, they're gonna have a lot of they're gonna have a lot of things that they need to address this offseason. I mean, first defensively, obviously Josh Allen, stud player, 
but they need to figure out that secondary because that secondary is atrocious. Um, their offensive line certainly needs work. Uh, they put the wide receivers in, so they have some talented wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, um, <clears throat> Zay Jones. Oh, they have, um, obviously, Evan Ingram had a great season. I'm missing, I'm missing someone. Who am I missing? Um, oh, can't, I, I can't remember his name. That's really annoying. Um, hold on. Christian Kirk, uh, who had definitely a down year. He was he did miss five games. Uh, Travis Etienne's a really good player, but I think the biggest question is Trevor Lawrence. What do you do? He didn't have that great of a season. Uh, Twenty one touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, so a three to two touchdown to interception ratio, which is, I mean, it's not great, right? Anytime you know two to one, I think is the kind of the minimum threshold in the NFL, right? Where if you're throwing interceptions at more than a two to one ratio, that's a problem, right? You need to be at least throwing throwing twice as many touchdowns as interceptions, at least at minimum. And the best quarterbacks are exceeding three to one. This season, I get was a little bit different, and you had a lot of quarterbacks who end up throwing uh, under three to one. But you know, the guys that we're talking about, those are the guys who are throwing better than two to one. Um, and Trevor Lawrence didn't meet that. And I just, you know, I, I think he's been I think he's been good in his career. He's been good. I mean, look at him statistically. He's been good in his career. Right? They made the playoffs. They've won a playoff game with him. He's been there for three seasons. He's thrown for four thousand yards in this in his last two seasons with Doug Peterson. He's completing sixty-six percent of his passes. Uh, the past two seasons, he's been solid, a 95 quarterback rating last year, 88 this year, 56 QBR in both seasons. Uh, this season was certainly down relative to last season, but that could be due to injury. But here's the question. How much do you pay Trevor Lawrence? Is he your franchise guy? Do you look somewhere else? For me, Jacksonville is con constantly an organization with – you know, quarterback problems historically, right? They have really had a lot of trouble. I think you just have to go out there and sign Trevor Lawrence to be a franchise guy. You got to have someone stable. But there, you have to have serious questions about whether he is the guy because I don't know. He's been good. But has he been great? Has he been, you know, wh wh what is the money value you're going to put on him? So those are some big questions I think you need to ask about Trevor Lawrence and and those are legitimate concerns, I think, that a lot of people have. So it's going to be interesting to see whether what happens to Trevor Lawrence. I think people automatically assume things about him, and, and I just don't think those are true. Um, Vrabel has been fired as the coach. I really hope he doesn't come to New England. Obviously, you know, wasn't his fault. The team is basically, you know, it, it needs a complete rebuild. But I don't think that he's done an excellent job as head coach either. Um Derrick Henry, he's saying goodbye. We'll see where he goes. Obviously, you know, 30 years old, we're going to see which team decides to sign him. He's obviously, you know, older. But, I mean, how much gas does he have left in the tank? I don't know. Um, really, not a good season from Tennessee or Jacksonville, both missing expectations by, by a lot.
All right, the Jets defeated the Patriots 17-13. to And for the first time since 2015, this has happened. Uh, and I couldn't be happier. I mean, listen, the Patriots losing locks them in. They lock, they're now locked into the three seed. Uh, excuse me, not three seed. That's just uh, that's just all the Patriots. You know, I'm used to saying three seed, not number three pick. Uh, the third overall pick in the NFL draft. The, the, we really need to get rid of Bill Belichick. We need to clean house. I'm going to release a full episode on this whenever. I mean, I can do it any time. But the, the, the solution to this problem is not half measure. It's, it's a full measure. Um, he's, he should be gone. It, it's been very widely rumored that it was his last game. Uh, he, as of the time of recording on Tuesday, January 9th, this, um, <clears throat> uh, he has not been fired yet, but we will see what happens. Another lost year for the Jets, but Aaron Rodgers came out and said he will return, and and this time for multiple years. So, I think the Jets' future looks bright. All right, Lions defeated the Vikings, thirty to twenty. Uh, the miserable season for the Minnesota Vikings ends. I mean, what else do you want me to say? This has been a another just painful season for the team. Kirk Cousins getting injured. It's just. It's just not it's just not not good. Not good. Um and I, I think that you know they have a huge decision on what to do with Kirk Cousins. I honestly I don't know what they should do. I know Kirk is a great quarterback, but you know, Quest he's made a lot of moves that I feel very questionable about. Um so we'll see what happens there. Lions, they get a meaningless win. And people are telling me on Twitter, but Mike, they can get a, they can get they can jump up to the two seed if Dallas and Philly lose. And I would say, well, that's not gonna happen. Um, Laporta got injured. You know, they're one of the best tight ends in the league this year, out for multiple weeks. So I hope that meaningless win versus the Minnesota Vikings was worth it. Um you know, we'll see if that if that has a big impact. People are going to be coming for Dan's head because just just like let let some guys get some rest. I mean, you didn't even need to start anybody, but you could have taken him out after the first quarter, just giving him a couple reps. I mean, it's just ridiculous. All right, the Saints defeated the Falcons forty-eight to seventeen. Uh, the Saints played their best football when it didn't matter. Or when it, I guess, doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously, they needed to win that game to have a shot at making the playoffs. Um, they did win the game, but again, at the end of the season, this is when the Saints finally decide to play their best football. I mean, they looked really good these last two weeks. The issue is, is that they looked really bad for the rest of the season. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's not going to get any better for New Orleans. They have... Uh, a mediocre draft pick, and they are in cap hell. We've talked about this maybe 400,000 times, and I really – I'm not ever going to stop talking about it because it's ridiculous that this team continues to spend money that they simply don't have. I mean, this team does not have money. Look at their cap on spot spot rack right now um, or spo track, whatever. Um Look at their uh, multi-year summary for 2024. 
Total cap allocations in 2024, $319 million. Yeah. By the way, that is over the cap by, uh, I don't know, $150 million. I mean, and that's only with 43 players signed. Uh, they're going to be paying next season, by the way, in 2024. Let's look at it. Update. Okay. Derek Carr, cap hit $35 million. Ryan Ramscheck, by the way, fantastic, $27 million. Cameron Jordan, $23 million. Alvin Kamara, $18 million. Demario Davis, $18 million. Taysom Hill, $15 million. Marshawn Lattimore, $14 million. Eric McCoy, who's their center, $13 million. Andres Pete, uh, $13 million, although that could, that, that, could, that that is a void money. Um, I mean, they have so many players getting – I mean, Jameis Winston's making $10 million next year, potentially. Uh, this is a disaster. Just I mean, it is – this is organizational – incompetence from the saints we again I, I mean they're only paid Derek carr seven million this season he's due 35 million next season and then 45 in 2025 then they have an out then they have an out it, it's it's disgusting i mean this is disgusting um and this should never be allowed by the nfl to continue like this uh arthur smith you know, was crying after the game that Jameis Winston's such a small Williams scored. I mean, I hate Arthur Smith. I mean, he really is just such a pathetic person. Um, and I, I'm sure if you listen to every episode, you can see as the season's gone along, I've I've grown to dislike him more and more with each passing game. Um, I think Jameis Winston's hilarious, by the way, for doing that. I do. I could not care. It's week 18. Uh, let Jamal Williams, he's a nice guy, great guy, great player, get a touchdown. I don't care. It doesn't matter. The score did not impact the game in any way whatsoever. Uh, Ritter sucks. I think Rashid Shaheed could be very good next season. Um, but, again, depends on who the Saints can re-sign because this team has zero room to put in. I mean, they have negative room. They have negative room. Let's be honest here. <clears throat> All right. The Bucks defeated the Panthers 9-0. to zero. I mean, it was really a poor game, and, and this is not how I picture the Bucks going into the postseason. I thought after the way that they played against the Packers, I was like, wow, this team is really going to rock into the playoffs. Maybe win a couple games, cause some noise. Past two weeks have been abysmal. Baker just does not look very good. Uh, they get to host, but they get to host Philly, which is not going to be a gimme win, although Philly's not been playing very well. Uh, Carolina... I mean, again, coach fired, GM fired, David Tepper is a baby. I mean, the organization is a complete disaster, and I would not want to go there. I mean, David Tepper is just not the owner I would want to coach for. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know if I would want to inherit like a Bryce Young type quarterback. I mean, if I'm a new head coach. So, all right, Giants defeated the Eagles 27 to 10. The Eagles are in complete free fall. I mean, this team just looks completely different from the team that, you know, even earlier this season, we knew they weren't as good, but, I mean, this bad is unreal. They are walking into the playoffs with maybe one of the worst stretches of football any team could ever have walking into the playoffs. I mean, it is very hard in this day and age in the NFL to walk into the playoffs with, like, that sort of finish. It's just not easy because usually if you finish that poorly – 
you're going to get yourself knocked out of the playoffs. That's usually how that happens. Um, so, you know, for me, I just, uh, I can't, I just, I can't even begin to talk about this team at all. Uh, because, it's just a complete disaster. We talked about the secondary is not very good. Uh, the play calling is not very good. I don't feel like their trust hurts to play. They're not distributing the ball to their best player on offense, which is A.J. Brown. Their pass rush has regressed. Uh, they're really showing their age as a team. I think that Dable showed that he's a good head coach, but this team needs a quarterback, and they better hope Daniel Jones is that guy because this year another complete lost season and. You know, they have wide receiver talent. Wanda Robinson's a dog. Uh, Jalen Hyde, I think, can be very good. Darius Lane, I think, can be very good. And, you know, they obviously they got Shep there. They got Darren Waller. So they got some guys who can legit play. Uh, the question's going to be, can they use them right? Uh, we'll see about that. Um, but, you know, Giants, I feel like they got the coaching right, although Wink Martindale's gone. So, they're going to need to fix that defense up. Um, but not good for the Eagles heading into the playoffs. All right, Chiefs defeated the Chargers 13-12. to All backups. You know, Chris Jones got his payday. That's that's it. All right, Rams defeated the Niners. We got Wentz versus Darnold. Uh, but this is not 2018-19. This is 2023 when they're both backups and they both, you know, basically let their careers pass them on by, um, which is tough to see because they were two guys with potential. I mean, Darnold obviously got his entire career blown up by the Jets, and Carson Wentz after the injury was just just not the same guy and really regressed rapidly. It would be nice to see those guys get a shot somewhere if they can, if they can maybe make it, but it feels too late. Uh, it feels like those guys' careers are relegated to backups for, for the time being. Uh, Niners, they get another week off. They're chilling at home. Stafford travels to Detroit. That's going to be a big game. Can the Rams walk into the Motor City and defeat the Lions, or can the Lions defeat their old quarterback, the one that, uh, you know, can Jared Goff defeat, you know, the team that shipped him off and gave draft picks away? All right, Raiders defeated the – oh, sorry, Packers defeated the Bears, 17-19. Packers punched their ticket into the playoffs. Jordan Love looks great. I think he's had a really, really strong season. Uh, looks mature, poised in the pocket. Again, a lot like CJ Stroud. Good zip on the ball, making good decisions. Great TD to interception ratio. They get the seventh seed. They're going to be traveling to visit their old head coach, Mike McCarthy, down in Dallas, Texas. To face off them boys in the playoffs, uh, Packers are very, very good historically against the Cowboys, but that Cowboys team's a bit different this year, it feels like. Uh, you know, Packers wide receiving core is improving. Uh, I think that Jaden Reed is a real dynamo. Uh, they're going to need Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs to have good games too. Uh, they got that. They got Dontavian Wicks. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. I mean, look at me. And just a wealth of knowledge on Tavian Wicks. How about that? Um, 
Yeah, they might be able to get it done. And obviously the Justin Fields question is the one that remains. We'll see what happens. Raiders defeat the Broncos 27-14. Antonio Pierce should be hired as the head coach. Both these teams definitely got quarterback questions heading to the offseason. It's going to be Russell Wilson in Denver. And is Aiden O'Connell, Jimmy Garoppolo, or someone new down in Las Vegas? All right, Seattle defeated the Cardinals 21-20. I think Seattle quietly had one of the more disappointing seasons of any team. I think a lot of people like myself had them projected in the playoffs, solidly in the playoffs, not just like fringe, but solidly. And they they just weren't consistent enough. The defense is a little too young, and they had a lot of trouble stopping the run all season. Gino wasn't as dynamic. He wasn't necessarily bad, but he wasn't as good as he was last season. Cardinals got to have expectations next season that they'll be able to do something more. So it's kind of hard to tell, but I'll say this. The team fought. They played hard in a lot of games. They won a couple of them. So Jonathan Gannon may have a squad down there. They got a good draft pick this year, so we're going to see if they can make something happen. All right, Cowboys defeated the Commanders 38-10. to Rivera's finally gone. Uh, the Commies finally have an opportunity to hire a real head coach, someone good. Hopefully they will. I think that they need to make a change at the quarterback position as well. Dallas does a very nice job taking care of the business. So they walk into the playoffs extremely hot and extremely confident. They get to play at home for at least two games, assuming that they win the first one, and then probably head down to San Francisco to take on the 49ers in a NFL matchup that has great historical implications. Um, <clears throat> and finally, on Saturday Night Football, the Bills defeated the Dolphins 21-14. to The Bills, with this game, capture the AFC East, which is, for, for those of you who don't know, the fourth straight year that the Bills have won the AFC East. Looks like we have a new uh, reigning, I mean, four years in a row is quite significant, I would say. Uh, obviously, the Patriots won it for like, you know, 20 out of 22 seasons, but it's all good. Um, or 19 out of 20, whatever it was. Uh, again, Bills going into this week had, could have gone the two seed or missed the playoffs. I mean, those were their two. They had two of, of the many possibilities they had, you know, they could have missed the playoffs and gotten the two seed, depending on how things went. And they get the two seed. I mean, I don't think anyone, including myself, thought that this Bills team would have a shot at making the two seed in the AFC. Much less, I mean, making the playoffs was, uh, you know, a question mark for this team, you know, November, October. A lot of people like myself thought, hey, this team's in trouble. And they were, but they figured it out. You know, Josh Allen is one of those players where you live or die by the sword. I mean, he's going to make mistakes. He's going to turn turn the ball over. But you just have to hope that he makes more plays for you than for the other team. They get to face off against Pittsburgh at home, <coughs> which is very important because Buffalo is a very good home team. They are an incredibly good home team. And uh, – that's going to be a really good game for them. And then they, if they win that, they get another game at home facing off against, you know, uh, potentially Cleveland or Houston or probably probably going to be the Chiefs, I would have to say. I mean, probably the Chiefs. But that's going to be in Buffalo, which is a huge boost for them. Again, 
The Dolphins, they just they have too many injuries, and Tua is just not the type of quarterback who can make up for those sort of things. He's just not. He's very capable of doing some things, but you know, listen, they're gonna have a, a decision to make on whether they gotta pay him or not. That's gonna be a tough choice. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, we know those guys are dogs and they make up for a lot of uh inefficiencies, especially Herbert on their teams, and obviously Burrow's had a lot of the career success. Tua, it seems like without a lot of support around him, he struggles. I just don't think he has. I've been saying this, you know, every single year. Feels like it's getting repetitive. I'm trying to make it not so, but it just feels that way. Um, I think the Dolphins just have too many injuries to make a deep run this year, and and you know, it's gonna be a tough one. But they got to play the Chiefs in Arrowhead, and it's gonna be cold. And you know, Dolphins do not play well in 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 the cold weather. Just not not something that organization know for. All right, that concludes the NFL regular season. We'll be back with the playoff preview, uh, and that'll be just the wild card round preview, talking about the six games that we have: Texans, Browns, uh, Browns at Texans, Dolphins at Chiefs, Steelers at Bills, Eagles at Bucks, Rams at Lions, Packers at Cowboys, Niners, Ravens got the buys for their conference. Folks, thank God the Patriots. Lost a lot of games. Houston, you're officially on the clock. Down in, uh, I think, where is the draft this year? I don't know. Wherever it is, they are on the clock, as well as they're in the playoffs. So that's pretty cool. Patriots, do the right thing. And uh, get me Ben Johnson as the new head coach, baby. All right. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day. I know for a fact I am not like – the rest, the rest of the guys right. in the yeah, NFL. Talk, talk, yeah. I know I'm a top five receiver. Yeah. I know I'm a top three receiver. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep going. Keep going. You know, I, I just got to prove to people. Right? When I'm working, I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a dog.